All right, welcome to Choir Talks. Thanks for joining me as we share some scripture again today. Um, sometimes I hear followers of Christ say, it doesn't feel like my prayers are getting past the ceiling. Have you ever felt that way? Or even if you haven't said those exact words, maybe you can identify. Last week in our episode, we read through a scripture that said that God's ear is attentive to the cry of the righteous. And so that's a great promise to hold on to. But, you know, sometimes there's that gap between when we begin to cry out before the Lord and when we actually get rescue or, or see him move. And during that time can be a, a, just a difficult waiting time. And so all of us go through times when God really seems distant, even though we feel like we're trying to communicate and reach out to him. Today, I want to read to you Psalm 13. David is the author of this psalm, and there, there were a lot of difficulties in David's life. And uh, in this particular moment in his life, he's feeling depressed because of the circumstances that he's going through. We don't know exactly what those are. Many people think that he is being pursued by King Saul, who wants to kill him when he writes this psalm. But whatever the circumstance, David is struggling, and he's not hearing from the Lord. So I want you to listen for these two words, how long? This is the way he speaks to God, Psalm 13. How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemies triumph over me? This type of psalm is called a lament. It's, it's a heartfelt cry out to the Lord just to express the emotion of what you're feeling in the moment. Many of the Psalms are written this way, and uh, that just tells me that it's okay uh, from, from the Lord's perspective for us to just cry out to Him, to lament before Him. It's, it's a good thing and a right thing when you are struggling to speak emotionally to God and, and to ask questions like, how long, Lord? Um, looking back at those, those four how long statements, uh, hear him again. He says, how long am I going to be forgotten? God, have you forgotten me? I'm your child. I'm your chosen one. How, have you forgotten me? Or how long uh, will you hide your face? Uh, nowadays, we might say you're ghosting me, God. How long is this going to last? How long am I going to struggle with inner turmoil, he says, well, I can identify with that. When you're struggling, is that that uh, I can't sleep at night. I, I can't stop thinking about this. Uh, that kind of turmoil we struggle with. And then lastly, he says, how long am I going to struggle with this outer enemy, this, this person or force that I'm facing? Here's the next couple of, of, of sentences. He says, look on me and answer. Here's his real request. Look on me. How long are you distanced? Now look on me and answer, Lord my God. Give light to my eyes or I'm going to sleep in death. And my enemy will say, I have overcome him. And my foes will rejoice when I fall. So here's his request. He's saying, God, God see me. Answer me. Uh, it seems like the one who is against me is winning. So, and then he ends this psalm this way. So even though he is feeling depressed, distressed and forsaken, he comes back to this statement at the end of the psalm. He says, but I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing of the Lord's praise for he has been good to me. Now, that's an awesome 
that's an awesome end to this psalm. When he is struggling, he is still a worshiper. He still has faith in God. He's still saying, I trust your love, even though I don't feel it right now. I trust your love. He's saying, my heart is going to rejoice in your salvation, even before he sees that salvation. That's a prayer of faith, isn't it? Uh, He says, I will sing. He's going to give worship to the Lord. He's going to give honor and adoration to the Lord, even in the midst of difficult circumstance. When I read this, I couldn't help but think about the book of Habakkuk and that particular prophet. Um, Habakkuk lives in a terrible time in the life of the, the southern kingdom of Israel. He's surrounded by culture that is full of sin, and they, no one almost is acknowledging God. They, they go from bad to worse all the time. There's no justice. The wicked are oppressing and destroying the righteous. And so he laments, just like David, and with almost the same words. He says, how long, Lord, must I call for help? But you do not listen. So in the book of Habakkuk, God speaks back to the prophet. And uh, part of what he says is the righteous person will live by his faith. And so by the end of Habakkuk's book, he begins to express that faith in a way really similar to what David had done in Psalm 13. And he says this, Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails, and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. Both David and Habakkuk respond in the same way. Difficult circumstances, not hearing from God, God is silent, and yet they express their faith uh, to God even before they see deliverance. As the worship pastor, I've got to point out, they express their faith through worship. They see God's greatness even when they don't see his deliverance. Hey, is this you today? Are, Are the heavens being silent for you right now? Does God seem distant even though you feel like you're crying out to him? Maybe today it's time to have that worship moment like they did and cry out before him in faith, worshiping him uh, for who he is and for the salvation that is yet to come, even when you don't see it. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for these beautiful words in Psalm 13 and again in Habakkuk, God. Thank you, Lord, that, that, that we're reminded that you are our rescue and our, our salvation, God. When there is no way, God, you make the way. There is no problem that we face that is too big for you. And nothing is, is beyond your reach. We're never beyond your reach. And so we thank you for that, Lord. For my friends who are struggling today, who are, are not hearing your voice, God, I pray that in, in faith, they will live by faith and, and show that faith as they worship you, even, even today, God. And Lord, I ask you for, for their deliverance, God, for the things that they're praying for, God, I pray that you would help them. And Father, I ask that in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for sharing with me. Have a great week.